0: Hey, it's
1: your host Pepe with the 14th episode of Minority Landlord Podcast. I'm super, super psyched to continue with this series of educating y'all on creative ways to finance and scale in your real estate ventures. Last week's Episode 13 covered HELOC, Home Equity Lines of Credit and Home Equity Loans where I went in depth about what they are, the advantages and disadvantages and what investors should keep in mind before reaching out to lenders to inquire about these loan programs. Today's show will be similar but rather with cash out refinance and personal loans. Like in previous episodes, creative financing means are All ways to help you come with little to no money out of your pocket in order to scale in real estate. Few things are similar and first thing is credit score. I've talked about this in a lot of episodes. Credit score will play a big, big role when it comes to cash out refinance and personal loans. So if your credit score is not in a good shape, start with that first build your credit score so that you don't end up with a high interest loan. So do whatever you gotta do to increase your credit score to a healthy way, at least good or in a very good range. Anyways, let's get at it and start with cash at refinance, what it is, its advantages and disadvantages. Just like HELOC and home equity loan, if you need money to pay for your home improvement, paying down an existing debt, paying off your your or your children's school debt or trying to get money to put towards down payment of another property, then tapping into your home's equity by doing a cash out refinance might be a pretty good option for you. So cash out refinance is basically when your existing mortgage is paid paid off and replaced by a brand new mortgage with a higher loan amount than what you owe on your home. You get the extra amount in lump sum payment to use for whatever you want to. And for me personally, I would say the best way to use it is by putting the proceeds towards purchasing another property. So if you already own a primary residence, cash out refinance can be a perfect Perfect way to jump start your real estate investing career without having to wait and save capital for your first investment property. Some few things to keep in mind. First, usually most banks will allow you to take only 75 to 85 percent of the home's market value. So keep that in mind. Number two, similar to home equity line of credit and home equity loans, they will look at your credit score and your income, focusing especially on debt to income ratio to determine how much they will lend you. So let's look at the advantages of cash out refinance. Number one, you can use the cash for Anything you want. There's no limitations whatsoever. Just like the other previous loan means I told you about, it's the same thing. You can use it for whatever you want. Number two, it can help you consolidate your debt. Just like the other ones, meaning that if you have high interest rate, credit card debt and whatnot, using cash out refinance funds can help you in the long run if you can use the funds to clean up that debt. Number three, if you use the fund to pay off your debt, such as credit card debt, that can actually help decrease your credit utilization rates, which in return can help improve your credit score, which is a great thing number four you can use the funds to renovate the property and increase your property's value the fifth advantage is when you cash out refinance if you're doing it when your credit score have improved and the interest rates are low it can in turn help lower your interest rate which is a pretty great advantage and number six if the cash out refinance money is used to buy build or improve your home you can get A mortgage interest deduction which is great remember taxation is one of the greatest thing when it's come to real estate so let's look at some disadvantages of cash out refinance number one is closing costs in comparison to the other program I talked about one of the big disadvantages of this is there's a closing cost associated with it. Usually with cashier finance, you'll end up having to pay between 2 to 5% in closing costs, which can be a lot of money depending on, on your financial situation. The second disadvantage is if you borrow more than 80% of your home's value, you might be required to have a private mortgage insurance, which can end up costing you between 05 to 2.25% of the loan amount every year, which can be a lot. The other third disadvantage is the fact that you have a high foreclosure risk. As we know, every mortgage requires your property to be used as a collateral. Well, not every mortgage, but majority of these home equity related mortgages, meaning that if you miss payments, you might be at a risk of losing your property. Actually, not just this home equity related loans, but just every mortgage in general, if you look at it. When you have your property being used as a collateral, the risk of Losing your home is there. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's still there. So that's going to be a disadvantage. So now let's talk about personal loans. Personal loans are different in comparison to the home equity lines of credit, home equity loans, and cash out refinance that I've talked about so far. What distinguishes a lot from the others is due to the fact that it's not a requirement that they have to be backed by a collateral. Though you can still offer your home, vehicle, savings account, or other assets as a collateral so that the loan is secured and you get a lower rate if you choose to, but it's not required. A lot of times, it's unsecured loan but you can secure it with a collateral if you choose to with, with an asset that you have apart from that the other requirements are the same as the others in a sense that the bank does look at some factors such as credit score and debt to income ratio and you can get that from local banks credit unions and major banks like i said try fast with credit unions or small local banks a lot of times their terms are much much better better than these big Wall Street banks and whatnot. So before you even think about personal loans, just like the others, check your credit score first and understand where you stand because it will affect the process by making it either hard to obtain the loan or make your interest rate much higher. So keep in mind, if you need the money so bad for an emergency or whatever and your credit score is not as good, then you can actually always use a cosigner to help you so that you get a better rate. But again, if you don't need the money so urgently there is no point of having to use a cosigner for this particular loan type once you know where your credit stands then start shopping and calling different banks Again, I suggest credit unions and small banks and as for their terms, interest rates, and whatever their requirements are. Call as many banks and credit unions as you can. That will help you get the best interest rate and terms rather than just going with the fast bank option you find. Now let's look at the advantages and disadvantages of personal loan number one. Like all the rates, you can use it for anything. The second advantage is the rates can range from 3% to 36%. It can be good if you are on the lower end of things. And that's why I say credit, credit, credit. If your credit score is bad, don't even think of it unless you are big banking behind a friend or family member that have good credit and they're willing to agree to co-sign with you. As you can see, the rate starting from around 3%. That's not bad. So if you have a pretty decent credit, your rate shouldn't be as high. And obviously, if your credit score is just awful, then you end up finding yourself doing like 36%. And that'd be just ridiculous. If you can do more than 10%, just don't do it at that point anymore. I, I don't think it to be worth it if you have to get this for more than 10, 10% interest rate. The third advantage is the borrowing limits are pretty flexible depending on your situation with this particular product you can borrow up to more than a hundred thousand dollars but it's all depends again with your financial situation if you don't have a good source of income and a good collateral asset don't think it will be as easy to borrow in the hundred plus a hundred thousand plus range just keep that in mind the fourth advantage like I said earlier there is no need to provide a collateral which is good Because you will not have to risk losing a valuable asset if you end up defaulting on your payment. However, I would recommend if you have a collateral to provide, definitely, definitely provide that because it will help you get way, way better rates. The fifth advantage is if you use the funds to pay off your debts, such as credit card debt. That can help decrease your, your credit utilization rate, which in return can help improve your credit score. The sixth, last but not least, you get to have access to a lump sum of cash in a very short period of time, which is great. The process is very easy and there's no crazy complicated documentation process which is really great there are people that they get these loans in just a couple days they get approved and they have their lump sum cash right away so it's a really great advantage the fact that you can access this as soon as possible if you need it for let's say for example you find a deal that you're trying to put those funds towards down payment and whatnot it's great because you'll get the funds faster and Let's say also if in some unfortunate situation where maybe there's some kind of emergency sickness and whatnot that happens in your life that you need cash really quick and you don't have it, this will be a pretty great thing to look into. Now let's look at some disadvantages of personal loans. Unlike the home loans, there's no tax benefits. But depending on your lending terms, you can check sometimes if the money is being used for home renovation and expenses related to your home, there can be tax benefits. Two, the second disadvantage is the interest rates are usually higher in comparison to the home loans. The third disadvantage is that the fees can be pretty high. The origination fee can be anything from 1% to 6% of the loan amount. So, so make sure you check with your lenders to ensure that you understand their terms and they make sense to you. The fourth disadvantage of personal loans is you are increasing your debt which can be a liability if you did not put the money in a good use. So make sure that if you take these personal loans out you are putting that money into good use and you're just not using it for some crazy stuff. The fifth disadvantage is the fixed payment. Instead of a personal loan, I personally feel like it makes more sense to have a credit card, mainly because with credit card, you can take as long as you need to pay the money back. However, with personal loans the payment is fixed since you have a specific period of time that the loan need to be paid in full by. The sixth disadvantage of personal loan is like most banks also charge prepayment fees if you end up paying it sooner than agreed. Which can suck, so check with your lender before you go with them, and to ensure that there's no any prepayment fees that they charge if you end up paying it off earlier. What they do is like they tr- they try to make you pay all the the interest and whatnot. So if you end up canceling it earlier without having to pay as much interest as they want you to pay throughout the life of the loan that can get you in trouble so just check with your with your lenders and ensure that there's no prepayment fees and whatnot overall i think cash out refinance or personal loans are great if you can get a good rate on them and use the funds to buy a new property that will generate you money and increase in value over time i know they don't care how you use the money but please don't do cash out refinance on your home or get a personal loan to go on a vacation or or spend it on unnecessary stuff. If the money you are taking out isn't being taken to either make you more money or at least decrease or pay off other debts you have such as medical bills debt or credit card debt, then just stay away from them just stay away from them make sure that if you get these use them for good for something good that will either create more money or somehow solve your financial burden and as 2022 is coming i pray and hope we all open our eyes and become more financially aware and financially smart so that we stop making bad financial decisions but rather use what we already have or any resources we can leverage and use those to grow wealth. This coming year, I want you all to check what you already have and see how you can make whatever you have, whether it's an an already owned asset that you can take money out of it so that you can use the funds to put into another income producing asset or if you don't have any assets but have a good credit, put that in use. A good credit is a great asset in this country. So put that in use. I pray and hope you all just reevaluate what you already have and make it work for you. These are not rocket science tips, folks. These are simple steps you can take. I know most of y'all of. Oh, People I know are afraid to jump into this because of the risk. Guess what? First of all, the risk of losing in real estate is super low. Like I've said so many times. As we know, real estate is a tangible asset. So the risk is super low in comparison to where most of you all are keeping your money like in stock markets and whatnot. Go ask any economist out there and they will tell you real estate is a low-risk, high-return investment. And that's it. So stop being scared that you will lose your money. Even if you lose, so be it. That's life. I've realized to take a leap in this business, first of all, you've got to work your mindset first. Then the other stuff will come later. Like Robert Kiyosaki once says, the single most powerful asset we have is our mind. And if trained well, it can create enormous wealth. So work on your mind. Read books, listen to podcasts, and educate yourself as much as you can. And trust me, you will crush it in everything that you do. All right, folks. Until next time, stay hungry.
0: Thank you for listening to Minority Landlords Podcast. Please like and subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes so that we can reach as many people as possible. We will appreciate it if you tell your friends and family, too, about the podcast. Also, visit us at MinorityLandlords.com.